Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Connected by Community, brought to you by Ballantyne Capital Advisors. I'm Anthony Kolonchenko, one of your hosts. With me is Cameron Cannon, and I have Cody and Austin with the Bennett Brothers. Right, Welcome. Sir, what's going on, guys? How are you doing? Good, good. Thanks for joining us. Uh, before we get into your band, why don't you both tell us a little bit about yourself? I'll let you go first. Well, I guess we start from the beginning then, right? Yeah. Uh, I grew up, had a somewhat interest in music, you know, but... Um, I think my focus was more on sports and stuff growing up. And then after high school, I realized I could play a little guitar and get something out of it, you know. So um, I went to college for about a year, and that didn't work out too good. I was, wasn't was very focused on that and didn't know what quite what I wanted to do. So um, after that, I went and worked for a little while and then realized that, hey, I might not want to do that the rest of my life either. So... I started playing around and then figured out I could sing a little bit. Hey, I might try to make some money off a of this. A little bit. Yeah. And that's where I found this guy. Yeah. Yeah. We met uh, at the pier in Clemson. Um, but I grew up in Seneca, which is kind of near the Clemson area. Um, my grandparents kind of, not forced, but like put me into like drum lessons whenever I was a kid. And uh, so like I went on to middle school and high school. I played in the drum line for a year. Well, two years, and then um, moved to Clemson, and then that's where I met him. And so, like, I'm right now a fifth year at Clemson, so I'm supposed to be graduating in the spring. Well, I have to tell you a little story, and I don't think Cameron knows this. Growing up, I played the saxophone, so if you need a saxophone, it's been a while, but I think I could pick it up. We actually had one of my old friends come to a gig and play the saxophone for us. What song did we do? I think it was Turn the Page. Turn the Page, yeah. And it was was perfect for it. It yeah, awesome. so uh, the saxophone was is big in our family. We uh, I have a ton of cousins that play, okay. uh, play the saxophone and play in bands, and I it's pretty you. cool. Yeah, I'd be willing to bet stuff. you're not very good at it. I am not. I was I was the cousin that was not very good at it, yeah. but I did it. Hey, there ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so you also have two other band members, correct? My little did. brother Candler and his buddy Carlos. They went to school together, so it was kind of easy for us to connect with them. Well, really easy for me to connect with him, <laughs> yeah. but him knowing that kid, Carlos, coming from school was actually a lot easier for us getting together and forming the rest of our yeah. band. Awesome. So, I mean, what what instruments uh, are they playing and so who's the lead singer? I lead sing and play rhythm guitar, and my brother's lead guitar, Carlos is bass guitar, and we got Cody over here on the drums. Shredding it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we actually just got our bass player like two months ago, yeah. Carlos, so... He uh he definitely added a new sound to the band. We've been trying to learn how to create space for him, which is like one of those music terms mm-hmm. where like if you know, like originally we were doing a three piece, so him him and Candler would have to sit there and play the bass notes going. while they played. And now they can't do that or else it overrides our bass player. Yeah. So Huh. Definitely never a, even knew that was a, <laughs> definitely a I process. thought you guys just go up there and just kinda of put yeah. it together. No. I mean we kinda of A lot of thought goes into there's, it. There's a lot behind it. Well, tell yeah, us a little bit more about the band. Like, how, how long have you guys been around doing it? Um, you know, what are some shows you guys have done? Um, kind of some of the basics. So I think the first show we did was Louis, Louis and yeah. Anderson. Yeah, and that was. March I've been to Louis before. Year. March two years ago. Was it two years ago? Or it was yeah, I no, it was, it was last year, March two thousand twenty-one. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, we've been doing this about a little over a year and a half, I'd say. Yeah, somewhere around nice. there. Nice. Um, yeah. We play a lot in the upstate, 
a little bit in Georgia. We're starting. We're about to start playing more in North Carolina. Yeah, um, we got a big gig coming up at Chapel Hill. Oh, awesome! Sure yeah. That's um, awesome. Trying to think of what my favorite gig we've done so far is. My favorite gigs are probably uh, study hall in Clemson. Whenever it's filled with students. Oh yeah. And like there's like you just look down and there's like not a single inch of room. That's Everybody's yeah. and, just and crowded. Energy is probably. Yeah. Oh, they eat it up. It's yeah. awesome. My probably the best one was AGR in Clemson. Yeah. yeah. Because that was. I think they said like twelve hundred people were there. Or something. Oh my gosh! It was yeah, that's, that's the, we it's like a big like country fat, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The big White House. I went to Clemson yeah. for the folks that aren't that are listening okay. that don't know, um, and I actually live near that, and they throw some huge oh, yeah, throw down, parties. Dude. Yeah, huge. definitely. Was that, that was, one outside, or don't they have like a little? They like, had the biggest tent. Yeah, they had a tent outside in the backyard, and it was their rush blowout or whatever. So, so. do you have to drive like a truck or a or a like Jeep or something to okay, be there. So no? That's, that's the one question I've always wondered because I drove by there every day and there was never a car there unless it was like a, a woman's car or something. Yeah. So pretty much every truck in that, um, in their parking lot is either it's a truck or it's a Jeep. Yeah. yeah. Or like you can't park I there. I don't think you can get into the fraternity without. That's what I was wondering. Like, so. is that like a, like just an unspoken truth? I'm telling you. So imagine this big, like white old house. Okay. And there's just like, a row of like everything from like a brand new, like super nice, like probably daddy's money, not hoping to offend anybody, like truck to like just like a mud bog, like Jeep, and that's it. Yeah. If you don't have one of those, like there's no cars there. You're not, you're not in it. It's insane. They're good people. Though. They're no, good. Yeah, they are. They're, I had some friends that were but in that. that. That's the funny thing. We pulled up to play there that night and we all drive old little cars. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So we just looked out of place. <laughs> yeah. But then you started playing and they're like, oh, all right, yeah. these guys, like, oh, these yeah, guys, yeah, are, they, 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 can, they can hang out with us. Yeah. yeah. So what type of music? Okay, so the term that I've recently come up with is a little too rock for country, but a little too country for rock. We're somewhere yeah. in the middle there. Yeah. But okay. at the same time, I don't want to box us in and give us, you know, put ourselves there. I'd like to experiment and try different stuff, you know. We we kind of play it all. Yeah, we definitely do. A lot of classic rock, a lot of country, and then a lot of country rock, southern rock. I mean, there's... You can't really put a label yeah, on hey, some of it. We throw some name prints in there every now and yeah. then. And stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a lot of random Switch stuff. Switch it up a little bit. Have you created your own songs? Oh, yeah. We yeah. actually cut a song yesterday at yeah. Studio 101 in Woodruff. Oh, yeah. nice. That should be out. Super cool studio. Here in a couple months or so. Yeah, I'd say so. It probably takes like three or four weeks for them to mix and master it, and then it'll take us three to four weeks to release it um, on like the platform we use. So that way it gets more exposure on the platforms. That's awesome. So, so whenever you guys are doing gigs, is it usually kind of like a mix of both? Like you'll play yep. some of your own music and then play some like fan favorites and then kind of everything right. in between. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. There's, there's a, I'd say there's a probably 150 songs that people like to hear, you mm -hmm. know, and you can go different places and play those songs and you can get the same reaction from every place. So you guys have but, to like practice a good bit, like playing together yeah, to make sure yeah. you guys are on the same page. Oh yeah. 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 Originally we were practicing like, once a week, and then it started into two once every two weeks, and then for a little bit there we didn't practice, and we yeah. were just doing shows like it was practice because yeah. it was so many like three and one three a week, and it was getting crazy. But now it's with everybody starting school back, um, we're gonna have to start doing a lot more on our own yeah. at home. Well, I mean, we kind of have been doing that so far. Yeah, we have, but we like to prepare before we go and practice. That way, when we get to practice, we know we can. Knock it out real quick. Yeah, tell tell me the process. Um, 
to to actually get gigs. I, I'm guessing I for being, <clears throat> I'm guessing for being uh, a newer band, it yeah. was kind of probably a little hard it's, to kind of get inside. So originally, um, we started doing the social media and trying to build that up, and we probably had like probably like hundred followers. Our first gig was TD's at the Pier, which is now Tyler's Pub at the Pier. That was our first gig ever, um, or second gig ever after Louis. Um, and so we started our social media with that, and we kind of we tried to use our social media as a way to like show off, hey, like we can play, we'd love to play for your venue. So we DM people on Facebook, Instagram, uh, email. We created like a band email, um, and there's this platform called Repsy um, that. Um, this guy named Graham started, and it's for venues to pick out bands that they want. So that's how we got the Chapel Hill gig. Um, somebody found us on his platform and messaged them to message us. So they're like the middle person for gigs. Yeah. Um, so we've gotten like three or four gigs through through them. Um, but it's a lot of just emails, DMs, uh, calling places, and a lot of times they won't tell, they won't call you back or. or like, so there's some sales you know, involved, back. basically. You oh, got you to sell yourself. You got to sell it. Yeah. What's then, then you have places that reach out to you, and it's it's a whole. That's yeah, a good yeah, feeling. Some, yeah. Some people, yeah. Some people do reach out to you. Um, the biggest thing is like rates. Um, with certain places, like yeah. some places, you know they, it some places pay better than others. You know, yeah. and whenever you're playing three to four hours with a four piece band, you know you expect something yeah, or something in return. Yeah. Yeah. Right. What um. I mean, on the, we'll jump into some other stuff, but on the like sales side, do you have people that like, you know, are like recurring customers? Like, like you mentioned, like Tyler's, you know, Tyler's bar and uh, TDs and study hall, like some of those, like, you know, after you play there a couple of times, like, wow, these guys are good. They brought in like a good crowd. You know, we'll reach out to them next time we need a, a you know, somebody to play for an event. Definitely. Like we're the house band at Wendell's Dippin' Branch and Anderson right now. Okay. Um, so we... We've brought in some good crowds there on Saturdays, a couple Fridays, but we normally play there on Fridays. Um, but there's, yeah, there's a few places where we've liked, uh, what's that place? Lincoln Taproom. Lincoln yeah. Tap that's a, that that's definitely a big place for everybody around your hometown home. comes yeah. there. Um, my girlfriend and her whole family will come to that. Yeah. Everybody and a lot of friends and their parents will come. So it's a lot of fun. Awesome. What what's uh sort of your niche? Is it more bars or do you do corporate events? Well, we uh we do a lot of bars and then we do we do a bunch of family places too. Yeah, know, where we've done private parties and those done. are fun too. I enjoy those because we usually play from like six to eight. And yeah, get to go home nice. and get <laughs> yeah. the bar <laughs> the bars are more of the later scene. Yeah, ten um, to two and get yeah. home at four a.m. and yeah, we've played a bunch of festivals too, though, which have been those are those are nice. Yeah, you only play for like an hour and a half, yeah. and you get the exposure mm-hmm. you need in that time frame. How does that work? Whenever you guys have like a Friday event, is it you know like you got to start preparing? Like kind of, I mean, you start at nine technically, but like you're there before that setting stuff yeah. up. And so basically, depending on where we're playing, if we have to bring our own speakers and equipment and stuff, we'll usually get there. I'd say two and a half, two hours early yeah. just to make sure we got enough time to get everything together and set up and be ready. Yeah, and originally it would always take me the longest to set up because the drums oh, yeah. are a pain to oh, set yeah. up. I yeah. mean, they got to lug them around. A lot oh, of yeah. stuff. And now we got the two big speakers with us and, like, the mixer and all these cords. It's a lot of stuff. I mean, we started from, like, one little PA speaker in, like, small bars, yeah. and now we're playing – 
like with all this really expensive equipment now, just over the last year and a half. Wow. What what upcoming gigs you have? So let's see. We play tonight at Ollie's and Greer from 10 to 1. And then tomorrow we're playing at Events by the River in Woodruff. Yeah, they have a thing called Sandbar Saturday. They got, um, I think it's Brandy Colt and Andrew Crawford. Don't yeah. quote me on that, but I think that's his last name. Um, and then another band's going to be playing there, too. Um, and then next week, we play Southern Heart. Um, Down in Georgia. In Hartwell, Georgia. And that's the only out-of-state gig we've had in the past two years, pretty yeah. much. And then um, the next day, we'll be playing at Study Hall on Saturday, which that'll be. That'll be fun. That's oh, when yeah. all the students are back, too. The syllabus week or whatever. Yeah. The first week so they're going to be out. Nobody's doing the syllabus. Right. right. Yeah. That's right. Well, I'm guessing with football season coming yes, up, sir. you probably have some oh, yeah. yep. gigs lined up yes, for sir. tailgating. and. We haven't got a, an actual tailgate gig yet, but we have gotten um, TDs downtown, which that's normally a pretty good crowd yeah, during football too. season. Oh, yeah. We are doing Tyler's. Twice. We're yeah. going to be there for the South Carolina game this parking year. Parking lot parties. He's going to do a big parking lot party for that because it's at home. So that'll be. Man, that'd be fun. I like. I have a little trailer. And we're tra- actually, we were talking last night, some of my buddies and my wife. We're trying to find like a tailgate spot. But like, that'd be sweet. Get a tailgate spot oh, and have yeah. like a band. Like, Get a band. That'd hey, be just legendary. Just call us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to do that. Yeah, that'd be fun. So you mentioned you just wrote a new single. Right. What was the inspiration? Okay. So basically, um. What's the name the of it? The song's too? called Slow. And basically my idea of it was um just kind of it it kind of describes the atmosphere and just the way everybody lives, where I'm from. Everybody takes their time. They don't get worked up about stuff and they just try to enjoy life, you know, they take it slow. And um that song's basically just my spin on how it felt growing up around there and how it still feels living there. Yeah. And I just feel like it it touches a part on life that people really forget about a lot and just slow down, mm-hmm. enjoy it, realize that, you know, life is precious and you don't have to, you don't have to get so worked up and right. be going, 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 going. And it's I definitely mean, a big change up from our first song, oh, Bad yeah, it's, News, because Bad News more is more classic rock and then yeah. this one's more country and slower, so... I need to listen to Time slow. My my wife and my parents tell me all the time, like, man, you need to slow down. You're doing too yeah, much. Man. You're working. Yeah. You know, and I'm, I'm like, nah, I'm all right. I'm all right. But <laughs> it was, yeah. was funny. got to take some time. Yeah. So. I'll come from the north. So okay. uh, it's, I got uh, everything's it's not fast. Slow. <laughs> everything's fast paced. You get, yeah. You're getting, the, you mean, you start listening to country uh-huh. music. You've been to a couple concerts. Oh, yeah. He's got a cowboy hat. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's a start. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's like my. I, I say, uh, your wife catch it. me in cowboy boots. I don't know if you all saw oh, the man. movie My Cousin Vinny, but that's what I would look like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cowboy Anthony comes out. Well, other than just some of the events that you guys come have coming up, what's, you know, the future? What do you guys hope that looks like? Obviously, every band wants to be, you know, some huge thing. But you guys, you know, said you're playing in the upstate. You just got a North Carolina gig, you know, starting to get some Georgia gigs. Yep. Do you guys kind of want to, like, eventually expand out? Do you oh, guys yeah. kind of want to stay here? I oh, guess yeah. what's what's the future looking like? So, like you said, everybody wants to be a rock star, you know? Um, yeah. We're still trying to figure out how to turn this into – the business side of it to where we can actually start going and doing that kind of stuff. Um, I feel like that definitely is going to take more money. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to get paid more Yeah, it's, to be able to go and travel like that. But I feel like part of it is having to miss out on some of that money to get yourself out there and expand. And um, Yeah, definitely. 
And we're starting to take like really small steps right now towards something a little bit bigger. Like we uh, just ordered our first round of t-shirts yeah, ever. Oh, nice. Um, these were like our first trial run ones. Um, we finally just ordered 50 of them. Um, and then whenever we do that, like at our merch tables, we'll have um, like an email list sign up. So we're going to start doing that because um, I didn't really realize this, but like people still do a lot of email lists for big stuff like that. So yeah. that way we'll be able to build up like some actual physical followers on an email list yeah. versus just a social Yeah, and then let them know, platform. hey, play in here, exactly. new, new shirts yeah. drop, new single. Right. Exclusive et content behind the scenes. Yeah. Like, that's promo awesome. code. So on the business side, how does a band actually work? Obviously, you know, simplifying it is, you know, you, you play, you make money and you spend that money to get another gig. But yeah. on the outside of that, it sounds like, you know, you can sell merch, you can, you know, have an email list. What are some other ways that you guys are getting money from that? So that's the main way is through gigs and merch and tips on gigs. Because yeah. um, the streaming platforms, you really don't get paid like that much at all. <laughs> nah. You get paid. You um, tell me Apple's not paying you guys millions of dollars yet? No, no. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like point zero zero three for one stream, I think. I think that's maybe Spotify. So you so, got to get like and millions of streams. So if you have a thousand streams, that's what, $3? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, $3. So, I mean, so, you're not making much on yeah. that. So these guys that are like like Luke Combs, Morgan Wall, and they're making their money off gigs and then that, and then merch, yeah, the big and stuff shows like that. Yeah. and stuff like but that. I mean, yeah. I'm sure some of their songs are getting some. Oh yeah, money. they're still but that's not money, like they're but, yeah, but they're not, not from, making all their that's money. That's more. Off that. I'm sure more from like their record label instead of the streaming platforms. You know. Gotcha. Yeah. On the money side, like you guys said, you've been buying new equipment. How I mean, how, how expensive is that stuff? It's probably okay, insane, so right? Thankfully, I got a great. Two great sets of grandparents that have been very, 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 what's the word? I'm generous. Very generous. <laughs> supportive. And yeah, supportive. very supportive. Yeah. And they've done a lot to help us out. And we needed equipment for a long time. And, you know, we weren't making a lot of money. Splitting no. it between three people. You really, if you wanted to make money, you couldn't go and spend it on that stuff. So, um, yeah. My grandparents finally offered, you know, they said, well, we'll all go in together and help y'all out. And this, yeah. this made the biggest difference. That's awesome. Yeah, because we, I mean, we, we couldn't we really play outside, it. and now we can. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's like all that big difference. And a lot of equipment that you order, because we had equipment yeah, we ordered had for like six months. On back order. On back order. Like, everything's on back oh, order. Oh, yeah. We ordered um, some in-ears, which is like the little radio frequency packs that you put up and you yeah, put you your sure. headphones yeah. in so we can hear outside, inside. Anywhere we are, we can practice with them. They, they, it was supposed to be two day free shipping, and now it's the end of September is whenever we get Jeez. it. Jeez. So you know, yeah, you it, gotta love supply chain issues. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and we uh, we booked some gigs originally whenever we uh, first had that equipment ordered, um, the big speakers, and we ended up having to like borrow it from people and stuff yeah. like that instead because we it was on back order for so long. Um, but yeah, it's equipment is expensive and especially drum set stuff is yeah. expensive too. Like, oh, yeah. And that's all on you. <laughs> yeah. That's all me too. Oh, there's yeah. plenty to spend the money on. Yeah. yeah. Plenty. It's awesome. Well, Cameron, you got a signature question? Yeah. So we always like to ask our guests and, and you guys can both answer for yourself, but what okay. makes you tick? Go first. I think what makes me tick is probably support from my friends and family and girlfriend. Definitely. I'd definitely say the good Lord and having a 
awesome support group behind us, friends, family, my girlfriend. They just, they push us to keep going. And just knowing that there's an opportunity ahead of us, it's just going to take the right person to hear us, you know? Yeah. When that day comes, we'll be very happy. There you go. For sure. Really. Well, tell our audience how they could follow you, listen to you, where you all post it. Okay, so you can follow us at the Bennett Brothers on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, um, and you can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, pretty much every streaming platform except for Amazon Music. And if they want to book a gig? Um, they can go, they can DM us, they can go on our website, which is on a link on our platforms, and um, they can DM us. There's also, we have business cards, you can come to a show, we have QR codes that you can scan at our shows too. Um, to find us, so we're pretty much all you got to do is look up our name, and everything's connected. Yeah, he stays posting on. <laughs> You're the social flyers. media. Oh yeah, dude, yeah. he's got no, a definitely the social media. <laughs> yeah, awesome, awesome. Well, thank you both for for joining us. Of course. Yeah, um, thanks for having. Us. Thank you for having. Thank us. you to the audience. Go out and follow the Bennett brothers. We appreciate you listening to us on Connected by Community, brought to you by Ballantine Capital Advisors. Go follow us, like us on Facebook, uh, all the social media, YouTube. Um, all the all the social media platforms. Um, until we meet again, go make our community great. All information during this podcast is for discussion purposes only, should not be construed as advice. Please seek the advice of appropriate professionals before acting on anything in this podcast. Past performance is not an indicator of future results. Securities through Tried Advisors, LLC, member FINRA. Advisor services through Ballantine Capital Advisors, Inc., Tried Advisors, and Ballantine Capital Advisors are not affiliated.